The following is a presentation of Pod Media Works. Hello, everybody. And welcome to the Totally Rad Movie Podcast, where we take a movie from the 80s or 90s, or in this case, 1979 for this week, uh, and we talk about it for your viewing pleasure. The nostalgia is real. I am Scott. Hey, hey, it's Larry. And we are the Totally Rad Movie Podcast. It's not dead yet. It's not dead yet. Finally, right? I didn't even look to see when the last time we did this, but it's, it's been uh, it's, it's been, been a while. Pre, it's been pre-move or no? We did a couple both. We did a couple we down here. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been close here. So Wait, I got it. Episode nineteen was September twenty eighth, give or take. So, so it's been it's it's been a little it's bit. been a little bit. Yeah, but coming through here. But it, this it, it's been a bit. We've got a special episode, right? Because our friend Ed bought wasted on Twitter, uh, sent us a, a Blu-ray copy of The Jerk because yes. we couldn't because uh, it wasn't available on any of the streaming services. It really wasn't even available on uh, sketchy websites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. That's the thing. It's very weird for me not to be able to find a movie like somehow like like even like there's no one like torrenting it like i could not find it at all and, and to, to the to the point larry finally got me the movie because he has actually had this for a while ed uh <laughs> probably yeah. next week i'll be getting this back out in the mail for you to, to get that that back because because he didn't send a copy of the movie he actually sent the full-on blu-ray disc so i need yeah. i will need to get that back to him so but yes yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about I'm going to say a classic comedy that like everyone I think is most people have seen, but not a lot of people remember a whole lot about it when, when I have told them like, we're talking about the jerk, right? Everyone's like, I think I remember that movie, but like, it, it's kind of hazy. So Larry, I'm going to put you back on the spot again, because it is your turn to do your thing and tell everybody the cliff notes version of the jerk go. Oh, so to start, I, I have never seen this movie up until now. Shocker. Uh, yeah, I know. Right. Big surprise. Um, so the jerk. So I, I'm borrowing, <laughs> borrowing the, the starting point off of uh, the movie poster. Right. So Steve Martin, he was a poor black sharecropper son who never dreamed he was adopted. That's like the tagline they put on the poster. <laughs> really sets the movie up for what really it is. Really sets it up. Right. I like, so this one's really hard to describe. Um, so it's basically a, a comedy. Just a whole lot of nonsense. Steve uh, Martin's character is basically just this really dumb guy, right? He grew up uh, with his adopted black family somewhere in Mississippi. Um, he gets old enough. I think it's his 20th birthday. Goes off on it. Gets ready to go off on his own. Gets a couple crazy jobs. Has some crazy stuff happen to him. Um, ends up making an invention. Gets rich. Uh, parties a little bit loses all his money right and then then uh it finds his way to be basically being homeless um until his family comes back and rescues him that's yeah. basically the whole that's basically the whole movie right that's, there. that's it kind of the, the whole end. lot of nonsense so, and craziness in between right it, it's a lot of little like utterly ridiculous moments it basically is to, to me it's what 
I kind of thought like when Forrest Gump kind of came out, I was like, it's kind of like the jerk, right? It's just an idiot who somehow does all these really ends up doing like kind of smart things, but he's an idiot. Right. Fair. So I, <laughs> I mean, Forrest so, Gump has a lot more layers and a better story than this. It, yeah. That is true. But I'm sure. just saying. They're both a little dim witted, right? It's like dim witted guys who somehow make it big or at least do great things in life. Right. But I digress. So, so let's go through the movie because it's, it is kind of a it's a wacky movie is the best way I can describe this. Like it was it's it, I don't know what I had expected because I, I really didn't know much about this um, or like anything other than Steve Martin was in it. Uh, but it, like I feel like a lot of people really liked it. Right. Like you said, you said it's pretty good. Ed said it was pretty good. Uh, I posted up the, the the stuff this week on Instagram and Twitter saying we were going to be watching the jerk. Uh Alex from Secondary Heroes messaged us. It's like, hey, that's one of my favorite movies. Uh, Couch Cruncher sent us a message. Be like, hey, it's one of my favorite movies. Like, I like multiple people were like, this movie's great. Um, I didn't quite see it as being that great, but <laughs> I, I think this is one of the ones. <laughs> I think this is one of the ones that really hits the nostalgia kick for a lot of people. It just yeah. based on the age and like a lot of the stuff. It's there is some really good comedy gold in this. But there's a lot of stuff that I either was funny then and really wasn't that great now. Like, yeah, because I, I was a kid when I, I think the last time I saw this. So, so coming back to it, I was like, this is this is good. But there's a lot of stuff I was like, I don't. It I had don't really funny know. parts, yeah. but I think the thing that I didn't like is the story didn't make a whole lot of sense because there really is it. There isn't much of a story. It's just. It's just super random, right? And the jokes are kind of funny, kind of in the similar sense to Airplane, which we watched last time, a long time ago, um, right? It's got those funny kind of one-liner jokes and stuff. Like, it was it was okay. I laughed a yeah. couple times. Um, there's, there's one time, okay. there's one thing that made me physically laugh out loud. That, that we'll get to that later. Because oh, okay. that, that's my totally rad part, right? Yeah. Where I legit laughed, laughed out loud. But let's go through a couple of the wacky things that, that happen yeah, so that goes through the movies because tell me on this one, Scott. Why, why is this good? What is were the like, funny parts? Because there's just a bunch of ridiculous things that they the, the setup. So one of my my favorite setups in the whole thing is the phone book, where like yeah, Navin yeah. gets like super excited about getting a his the phone book because his name's in it. And he's like, my name's in print. I'm finally something big. Like. He's like, this is the sort of thing that make people take notice. And the very next scene is this guy that goes to the phone book to pick yeah. a random person. He's like, I'm going to kill a random person and lands on his name. He's like, Naveen Johnson. That's it. Like, <laughs> right. Goes and finds him at the gas station, uh, takes his rifle or whatever, goes yeah. across the street and right. starts shooting at him. Starts shooting at him. Yeah. The phone, book the, scene, the phone book scene was really funny. Right. Like just, just that whole setup of the, the thing. Like, why are they bringing up this phone book thing? And it, Makes it funny that it kind of was the same and it propels him to the next, yeah. the next area. Uh, the, the, a lot of the funny stuff is him at the gas station. I think I to think me. so too. Like yeah. him, him, like when the, the, so he works at a gas station. That's his first job after like moving away from his house. And, uh, at one point there's like some credit card, thieves like punks, yeah those uh guys. cholo guys, the cholo guys. Up, like in the low rider yeah. 
and uh, try to scam him because it's it's the first time that uh, the boss Jackie Mason, uh, who I didn't know what Jackie Mason looked like. I know Jackie Mason does the voice of uh, Krusty's dad on The Simpsons, yeah. but I've never actually seen anything with Jackie Mason in it. So uh, anyway, so J- right, Jackie Mason, th- the boss, leaves him alone on a Sunday for the first time, which he feels like he needs to announce to these customers who are a little bit sketchy. Um, they give the they they give him uh, some old lady's credit card that they st- stole from stealing her purse. Uh, he he catches on. Uh, which is funny too, right? So he calls the cops and there's some things going back and it, forth around there. He's like, hold on, hold on, wait. You guys are the eighth customer of the day. You just want a free oven mitt. I'll be right yeah. back. And he runs and goes and talks to the cops more. Yeah. My favorite thing is when he, he his his genius idea of, I'm going to stop this car from driving away, right? Yeah. Is to hook a rope to the car to a church. And then the car drives and obviously is part of the comedy, right? The big part of the church rips off during a wedding yeah and it gets drug- dragging it down the dragging it down the this this low rider is dragging this church down the thing yeah but i still think like his description of the vehicle i think is still one of the favorites when he's like it's a two-door blue uh low rider uh it has a church attached, yeah. a small yeah. church just, attached. Just see any car pulling a small church. That's yeah. them. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. It was funny. That, and then, like, the other scene, like, the other part of the scene we talked about a little bit with the guy who's shooting at him, uh, who, right, he's he he's standing next to a uh, display of the oil cans, and he's, the, the guy's a horrible shot, and he keeps hitting the oil cans, and then Steve Martin's like, hey, there's something wrong with these oil cans. They're, like, spontaneously just exploding, and, and then Jackie Bates is like, dude, get out of there. <laughs> Somebody's shooting at you. Yeah. Like run. So he gets, I, I like the, uh, I, I like the, I like the bathroom scene too. When yeah, where, oh, when, when Jackie Mason's like, Hey, uh, like you need a place to stay. Well, I've got a place. And they, they go in the bathroom. He's like, this is great. I just got to like knock down this wall and there'll be more room to like entertain or whatever. But people can still come in and go use the restroom. Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll raise this part so that there's a yeah, the, he's, uh, illusion of two rooms. So it's just one. He, he walks in, he's doing like fixer upper on the bathroom. And then Jackie Mason's like, no, 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 I've got a, another room right here. Uh, so they walk through into like this supply closet. Like, this is even more perfect. I don't, like, have, I don't to do have to do anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. That was good. So, okay. So let's go. So he, he ends up working at this gas station. A guy starts shooting at him. He runs away from the guy and ends up joining the circus. Yeah, yeah, super random. Of all things. But not before helping a man with his glasses who oh, that yeah. get falling off. That he created this thing that uh like a little hand opta the opta something. Yeah, I don't know. Jeez, I, I had it written down here. Give me a sec. <laughs> That's preparation. That was. I tried. Yeah, it was a little thing to connect, right? So your glasses don't slip off your nose because the guy was uh uh, it was just a salesman who was stopping by the gas station, um, and he needed to use the restroom and stuff, and his glasses the, keep falling the, off. The optograb. Opti- yeah, optograb, because you grab it by the thing, right? Yeah. Opta, because it's eyes. Yep, yeah. exactly, yeah, as the guy explained to him, right? Yeah. So so he creates this thing, but never sees anything. The guy said, oh, I'll give you 50% of the profits of it or whatever. Yeah. And and Nevin never really really sees this guy again until... Till, We'll get to, to later, right? So he joins the circus, and he's the weight guesser. Right. And then uh, goes and uh, meets the, the, the love of his life, Marie, right? And she doesn't want to be with him, though, because 
he's like she, she loves him, but he's not financially secure, right? right. So she she ends her up. Her mom expects more. <laughs> her mom expects more, uh, and so she leaves, right? And in his grief, he goes back to the gas station after you know, losing, I guess, basically kind of losing everything at that point. Goes back to the gas station. The man who did the optograph tells him, he's like, dude, you're, the thing has done so well. We've sold, sold millions of uh, purpose, you know, of these things. You have tons of money. He, he gets a check that he thinks is for $250, yeah. takes it to the bank and finds out it's for $250,000. Uh, and then the money just keeps rolling in. So he becomes this this multi-millionaire effectively overnight. Yeah, pretty much, right? So he gets back with Marie, gets a gets a house, uh, gets a nicer house, buys all this crazy stuff. Um, I really liked uh, I really liked the description of his house, right? He's it, it occasionally has like uh, like monologue scenes where he's writing letters back home. Um, but one of them's to his mama, and he's explaining, you know, I always wanted a house with you know uh, an all red billiards room and it shows this all crazy all red billiards room i always wanted uh like a bathtub shaped like a clam and it shows the bathroom with the bathtub shaped like a clam i really like that scene too just the ridiculousness and the fact that they actually built all that like they must have built sets for all those crazy things in the house like i I, I don't know if it was sets or if it was just steve martin going through and he's like this is the house we got for the set and he just wrote it to be like all right what are some of the features of this house possible (laughs) but those are pretty i mean those are like Elvis Presley type ridiculous things, right? Didn't Elvis yeah. have like a room full of TVs, which was super uh, extravagant at the time? Like it was, it was it must have been a crazy rich person's house. Yeah. In Israel. So, so yeah. a couple of things that I think is hilarious. He has, uh, they have a tennis court at one point, yeah. and he actually uh, gets wa- like five gallon jugs of wine that are in oh, the yeah. uh, the the water dispenser at the yeah. At the tennis courts. Yeah, like you'd uh, see uh, lemonade at the Chipotle or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. But he's yeah. got the, the wine. Or like, you know, just like every water cooler at work. Mm-hmm. He's got two of them with, with different wines Yeah, in white it. wine and a red wine. White wine and a, and a red wine. But then he all he t- every time he drinks any drink at, when he's rich, he puts a little paper umbrella yeah. in it because he thinks that's what rich people do. Yeah, right? Fancy. It, it, his His idea of what rich people should do and what class is, is kind of is skewed the whole time. Like when they're, they're in the restaurant and he gets mad about them putting snails on the food when she ordered yes. escargot. Yes. yes and right. He wants, he, he tells the waiter to get wine. It's like, bring the wine, but bring it like, make it like more recent. Oh yeah. You I don't know, like, still stop giving us this 1966 stuff. We don't want the old wine. We want with, bring us the, the newest wine. The newest right? stuff. Uh, I guess. Ed points out, right? Like he he wants the umbrella and the drink and does all the fancy things just like the magazines. Yeah, the magazines. Sense, that's, right? He gets that's his what idea. Poor kids do. Yeah. Yeah. He gets his idea of what's rich and high class. He's from pictures, but doesn't really know yeah. how to get to it. Yeah. Um does some does potentially some kung fu after a shady deal. With a uh, Iron Balls McGinty. Uh, but then Rob Reiner, director yeah. extraordinaire, right? Uh, well, wait, Carl Reiner, right? Or Carl Reiner. Carl yeah. Reiner. Yeah. Uh, not Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner's. Reiner. Yeah. I, oh, I only know that because I watched a video about this. Uh, Rob Reiner's the son who is on All in the Family. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. So Carl Reiner, I mixed the two up. So Carl Reiner, the director, uh, is that thing is, uh, has got, uh, uses the optograb gets, uh, permanent like cross-eyedness and files a class action lawsuit in which all of his money goes away and he has to, he basically becomes a bum, right? His wife leaves him, his dog leaves him. He takes his, what remaining stuff he can just kind of grab as he walks out and just walks off, trades everything for a thermos and becomes a bum. And then to Larry's point, his family kind of finds him. He had been sending them money. They did some wise investments and his family is rich and uh, it comes back. Jeremy brings up a good point that we need to talk about though. So he says, do you think they could make this movie today? I, I um, don't, I, n- no, not, not, yeah, I don't know. Like just maybe the fact that they, they dropped the N word a couple times. Well, like, so there's, the, there's those things and, that are, and a little, it's, uh, and, but here's the thing. It's not a, a, a black person that drops the N word at any yeah, point in this movie. Yeah. So like it, that, that one, that alone, makes it, that but, alone, but, but like even the I, idea of like the way things are like, wasn't race wise like just just to go into the thing yeah. like the idea that it's a white guy from who's been adopted by a, a black family which happens right that oh yeah that's it's a hundred percent a totally total believable thing but, but it's the, not a joke anymore. but it's, that's not a, yeah at that point that was a joke and like yeah. this thing like i don't think that joke would go over really well no so wasn't no. that wasn't that like uh the basis of like steve martin's stand-up thing too like he like that was a joke from his stand-up like he just start off being like hey i'm steve martin you know i was born a poor black child ha 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 yeah like, i was just i was they took parts of his stand-up comedy and and, and, and you know put it into this movie yeah i, I mean like they, you could remake like you could remake it just maybe leave out that whole part like i, I don't know right exactly and and to be fair it's a funny premise that you know, and he's still sending the money back, but you don't have to include that part if you do a remake, or, or you kind of you try to do this today. You, you just cut that part out because that. I, just, didn't, I mean, it, I don't know. That like he, didn't really. Land. It would be. It would be some. I mean, you could make a movie where a guy was poor, gets rich, lose right, has fun, loses all his stuff. Like that's basically the plot. You could redo that, but like, you can't redo the jokes because they're not that funny. Like yeah. you, you, like if you were to remake it, it would be a super loose remake, kind of like. Uh, kind of like the vacation reboot where like rusty was all grown up like it's still it's still kind of the same idea right it still has rusty they're going on a vacation but it's really not the same movie like it's not you're not you can't do like a shot by shot remake you could just try to do like an updated version but yeah again i don't think there's i know there's certain people who like this movie a lot but i think the general population of people who you know are Especially thirty and under people, like younger than us, probably don't care about this movie at all. They they, they would not like it. No. And, no. and to, to Manny's point, he brings up another movie from around this era, which is Brewster's Millions. Uh, had another racially charged one. The toy is that the, one, is that the uh, was Brewster's Millions the one where the guy has to spend all the money in like twenty four hours or something? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that one or... Uh, I think I've seen it. I'm that sure. one or... I, I always think back to the toy with Richard Pryor where he gets, like, paid to go play with this guy's kid as, as his toy. Well, that um, sounds creepy. Yeah. That's it's like actually a really... It, no, it's a really, really funny movie. It is, okay. it is really, really good. But there's no way in hell it's getting made 
again yeah. today. Yeah. And yeah, uh, Ed's bringing up the toy super racist. It's one hundred percent it because the dad is like a racist dad who hires a black guy to be his kid's toy, and he's like super rich, oh. right? So because this kid has every toy, but he's still bored. And yeah. he sees this guy and he's like, hey, he's funny. He's going to be my friend. It's, yeah, like, I'm just, yeah. trying to, like, it's a really bad, like, I want to, okay. I, I always thought, like, I would want to talk about the toy on the show. That, that, this is about the extent that I think that we could get away with talking about the awfulness of that, that movie in today's world. It was funny, but, uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, we, we'll go through that. But yeah, it, there's no way yeah. that some of these movies, should uh, get redone or, or could be made today. Sean, uh, Sean's in the chat too. And he says, blazing saddles couldn't be made today. Another. I haven't, highly, <laughs> uh, so, I haven't seen it, but yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, that one. Yeah, it couldn't be made today. They, there's, there's too much to it, but that one is actually, well, they just, I mean, that they, one they, does their racism, right though. They handle that one pretty well, but it's still in there. The whole point is, a commentary. I mean, that movie is a commentary about racism anyway. So like it, it, it yeah. fits in pretty well, but it's still, but, it, it's but still so bad. It, it, it wouldn't like, it still can be watched and maybe appreciated, you know, mm-hmm. and, right. Uh, but yeah, definitely no, no remakes. If it's kind of borderline it, racist, it, there's a bunch of these movies are all the ones that get the Looney Tunes treatment about like, yeah. Hey, the <laughs> uh, well, not He's like the Pooh. if you remember like, a few years ago with Looney Tunes, they put this little warning being like, Hey, like when these cartoons were made super like, you know, in the sixties and fifties or whatever, like there was a whole different way of thinking that are, you know, sometimes. So like, they're like, we're going to put the statement to be like, there could be some racist stuff in here. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, uh, it is what it is. This is the oldest movie we've watched on this podcast, right? Like yep. we, we we broke the rules of eighties and early nineties to watch nineteen seventy nine, yeah. and um, yeah, it's a little it, little iffy. But, but it's yeah. still stuff. It's still stuff I remember from from being as a kid because I it, this this I I can distinctly remember this was a VHS watcher for me. Nice, um, so cool. So so let's go on. So all right, we have a a, a little bit here that I love to get into because. For every movie that we've watched, there's parts that we really, really enjoyed, and there is parts that we really don't like. That we, we call them the totally rad and totally bogus moment. Larry, I want to start with the totally bogus moment. Ugh, totally bogus. And you get to go first. What okay, cool. Is your totally bogus? Uh, <laughs> I forgot how much I enjoyed those little drops. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm looking for it because I want to get the exact quote right. Somebody mentioned it in the chat and I forget exactly what it was, but we haven't talked about it. Oh yeah, there it is. Um, so you, you, when you did your kind of quick summary of, you know, plot events and you talked about Naven being at the carnival um, mm-hmm. and then he met Marie, you forgot about, was it Peggy? So, the other, okay. The other girl? Pe- Patty. Patty, Patty, yeah, the Patty. Dip, because I I implicitly held oh. her because I'm hoping that is Patty your totally bogus. I moment? was going to say Patty's is total totally bogus moment in touching uh, it, in touching his special purpose. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was looking for. It's like oh so, really? She's got she got a little rapey. She, the the rapey lady that tattooed his name on her yeah. ass, yeah. and then um, and he has another tattoo of slippery when wet. So Marie knocks her out, and then we never hear or see, or she's never mentioned again, just disappears, no. right? Patty's just gone. Yeah, no, the whole interaction with Patty, other than the, the whole special purpose thing, I didn't like the whole Patty, rapey lady yeah. at all. 
Like not no nothing right, take, about it. I was like, take, Dude, it this is... take it a little advantage of the dumb guy. Like hmm. yeah. Like I mean, he was into it, so I'm sure it was fine. But still, it's but, like, hmm. but he's he's that... quite dumb. But yeah, like I, I this is the first. This is not one of the few times that we've actually shared. Why it's that's awesome. A totally bogus moment where the only thing that we really could say was was bad was Patty. now the idea that he calls his his boner his special purpose yeah. and that he needs yeah. to find uh was that and was that, one of the things well and i i it, i did like the part where uh right he wrote a letter to his mom and to tell her all about it and she's like oh and mom guess what like i might be getting more i might be sending more money next time because patty told me i like I, i'm getting a blowjob tomorrow <laughs> yeah so, right more jobs more money so that works all right so i, I I'll, i'm gonna stick with that let's go into the totally rad moment. Okay. like totally rad you brought up mine that's why yeah. I, I wanted to go through because okay. the letter to his mom yeah that his grandma is reading out loud to the family that oh yeah about the uh blowjob I'm going to read it just because I think it's hilarious. So it says, my dear family, guess what? Today I found out what my special purpose, his boner, is for. Gosh, what a great time I had. I wish the whole family could have been here with me. Maybe some other time as I intend to do this a lot. Every chance I get. I think next week I'll be able to send more money as I may have extra work. My friend Patty has promised me a blowjob. Your loving son, Navin. So that the the letter, the fact that it's his grandma reading it to his parents, is funny enough. It made me laugh. Yeah. Well, but and when the, you watch it, I don't know the other members of the family. Like Taj, Taj, his um, I don't know. They they don't really explain who Taj is, right? But he's another one of the the family members. The guy who he wants to like, who's like, don't hug me at the end. Is it yeah, that guy? Yeah, the one of the guys that says don't hug me, don't and he's the guy that anything. tells him uh, at, at at the very beginning to like if you if it, things get go go to a doctor basically if you get oh, you know, the clap right, yeah. or whatever yeah. Taj his his again I don't know they never explain what his My family is brother but, uncle something yeah but the family are like mm, that's nice or whatever and the dad is laughing if you watch that scene and go watch Taj's face totally actor, rad. that guy is trying his damn hardest not to bust out laughing during that scene like you can tell he's just like like his face is literally contorted because right. he was trying not to laugh. Like, well, they just went with it. it was and that to me, I for whatever reason, the whole premise of that and then seeing this dude like about to lose it in the background, to me, it just it just warmed my heart. Right. That that's the part of the movie that I, I just <laughs> love. It made me laugh out loud. The premise of that as a joke, sex jokes and dealing with parents never get old, right? Never do. So that that was mine. But Larry, what about yours? Um, so my totally rad moment from the jerk, uh, you actually mentioned it before. It was, it's a main plot point. Uh, it's when Carl Reiner shows up, uh, in the, in the, I don't say commercial, but it's not, he, he shows up like on the TV, right on the news, um, to, to mention the lawsuit and he takes off his glasses and he's all cross-eyed and sits there and talks for a couple minutes. I just thought it was funny. Like, right. Number one, it, it calls him Carl Reiner by name. Um, Right. They're like, oh, no, a special announcement from Carl Ryan. I'm like, what is this? Like, he's the director. What are you doing? Uh, but I also thought it was cool that as the director, he threw himself into into his own movie. 
Um, but it was pretty funny and it's kind of true, right? Cause he's like, oh, I'm all cross-eyed cause I'm staring at this bar that's attached to my glasses all the time. And he does the whole cross-eyed googly eye thing very, very well. So like that one's good. Yeah. And I also like, again, I really like the Jackie Mason one because like, like it's like what Simpsons, like season one, maybe when, when, uh, Bart and Lisa go find Krusty's dad. Um, so I've like, I know I've known who Jackie Mason is for a really long time. Like I said, I've never bothered to like Google the man's face or anything, but I didn't know who he was until, uh, until I watched this movie. All so right, there's, my, there's my one and one and a half. So, so I'm going to find the quote here. Cause I, th- there's another one that I thought was quite funny. Uh, and it was mentioned in the, uh, the, the chat was the pizza in the cup. Oh yeah. Thing. Yeah. That was, that was a good, I'm going to call that an, an, uh, honorable mention yeah that was pretty good because what uh, they're they uh him and marie go back to his place which is just like a trailer yeah uh, and she's like oh i love the way you've decorated it. and he's like oh thanks i uh took all the <laughs> took all the stuff from the old pizza in a cup stand and then they're eating pizza in a cup and yeah. she's like this is really good and he's like oh yeah this the new pizza in the cup shut down the old pizza in a cup yeah, yeah it's like yeah he ran the like, old pizza in a cup guy out of business yeah basically People come like a, from all over to eat this <laughs> I, I'm 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 intrigued. I would like to eat pizza in a cup. Just the it's idea that like there was cup. two competing pizza in a cup, <laughs> yes. well, yeah. and they're eating one on stuff that he got from the one that went out of business because a second one showed up. Like honorable mention to the whole pizza in a cup conversation because that, that was is, an out of left field that got me got me good. That is that is true. It was a. Uh, I, I want to try pizza in a cup. I'm not gonna lie, right? It's basically a cup of noodles. Like the, the the styrofoam cup they had uh, looked like a couple yeah. but I'm I'm intrigued. They have you had a, actually like I've made uh, I've made pizza in like coffee mug before. Like Ian found a recipe online uh, where you totally I think bogus. Was, yeah like you put like you put like uh, dough and then like some cheese and sauce on top. I think I've kind of had pizza in a cup. Kind of. Now that I mentioned it, it's basically the same thing except for it was in a coffee mug, not. A styrofoam mug. So when, uh, when interesting. We, when we would go camping, I'd do a lot of things where you take like the the Dutch oven, right, and you'd put like yeah dough, like not pizza dough, but like biscuits or whatever, and like pizza Same toppings idea. and stuff, and throw it in the uh, like the fire or whatever, and do the Dutch oven cooking to have like yeah, pizza. Same idea. You could you could easily just have those put it in, in a cup, cup <laughs> put it in a cup, and you're good. So that interesting. So, so that works. All right. So I think it's time that we go into the, the ratings here to find out what we actually thought of 1979's The Jerk. I forgot now, about I, I got I to gotta bring this up here again because it's been a while. Yeah. So we go one through five, but we don't base it off of just to- total quality movie. We go with, does this movie still entertain us today as it did back then? Through that lens, do we give that the one through the five? Larry, what is your rating? Oh, I, the jerk. I did forget about this part, but um, wow. So it's definitely low. I was originally thinking one, but you know what? It did have some funny parts. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give the jerk uh, a two. Okay. Solid two. Solid two. So I, I'm going over thing. It There was enough in it that entertained me. And I think the good outweighed the bad for the movie, or it, it, I'm not even going to say bad. I'm just going to say there's some stuff that I was like, meh right the good yeah. outweighed the meh there was nothing really bad except for patty uh and so it was like the meh so i'm gonna give it a three okay like, i thought it was pretty pretty good uh ed is concerned about your dutch oven and you farting on your food just saying 
shouldn't fart on your face. It gives it flavor. Come on. (laughs) Tasty. Yep. Well, that was fun. Yes, that that was. It was good. (laughs) I I am excited that that we can start this up again. And uh, did we pick something for? I I did pick another movie. Next time? I, I did. Okay, is Get it easily ready. available? It is. It is on HBO Max, so everyone oh, on here who easy. has HBO can watch it with us. I, I've already known what we're going to do. We skipped over the first one of these, but we're going to go with the... We're going to we're gonna jump straight to the sequel. We're watching Gremlins 2. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. I Because I, we, we got we some... We got some... We got... Uh, there's a lot of discussion to be had about the ridiculousness yeah, of and Gremlins we, 2. That's right. I, I forgot we... we, we we talked about that on uh, the, the main STS guys uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and I hadn't seen it. That's, I think that's right. That's, that's basically how this podcast exists. Is we just start talking and it's like, Oh, that movie Larry hasn't seen that. He probably should see. I've seen gremlins one, but yeah, I've never seen gremlins two. I, I, I'm going to go on. A, I think the limb here, I think out of the 20 of these that we've done, I'm going to say, been, I think maybe two of them are ones that you've actually yeah, seen. The, it's, it's a very, very low number. Yeah. Right. So. It's very low. I'm looking but, at them right now. So. It's like Die Hard and maybe Wayne's World and Beetlejuice. <laughs> if you haven't, if, if this is the first episode of the Totally Rad Movie Podcast you're listening to, there's 19 other amazing episodes where we review great movies like Masters of the Universe, Top Gun, and Theodore Rex. Oh. Just saying. Available <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> so, Larry, well, now that you're doing that, Larry, I think it's time for you to do your thing. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know exactly how I do this for Totally Rad anymore, but I think it goes something like... Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we're at Totally Rad Pod. Um, you can also follow the STS guys. We're on Instagram at STS guys. We're on Twitter at STS guys. And we're on Facebook at the STS guys. And I'm Larry from the STS guys. Boom. Chill, chilling like a villain. Ding, chilling ding, like ding, a villain. Yeah. That's the I guess other we, channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that works. So cool. All right. Well, so we got to. As is tradition, so we're wrapping up. Stick around for a second if you're watching. If you didn't know, we're recording this live on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. But one of the great things about Twitch is you can raid people. And as is tradition, our friend, Goat versus Fish, just happens to be live right now. That guy is live. On a Thursday night. So uh, let's go ahead and raid Goat versus Fish. Shout out to the chat, right? Thank you, Manny, Sean. Uh, I know Jessica was here. Ed, Ed, super special shout out to Ed for... Uh, actually, Get, getting us during this episode by sending yeah. us the D, the DVD. So th- thank you guys for all hanging out. We super appreciate. It. I saw Laser Game plays too, uh, and Jeremy. Um, I'm probably missing some people. Oh, Middle Newland from uh, Toy Rewind Podcast. Those guys are great. So yeah, thank you everybody for hanging out, and shout out to the audio listeners as well. So we're back. Baby. We're back, baby. We're not dead yet. Back not from the dead, dead yet. Oh, cool. Any final things you have to say about the jerk? <laughs> no <laughs> i hope gremlins 2 is better i'll just leave it there hope it better be. Be, be prepared to be amazed mm. all right so for this week's episode of the totally rad movie pod i am scott hey hey it's larry and everybody have a good night we'll see you next time bye, bye. well that was fun i guess